Welcome to The Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. I'm your host, Dan Rennan. So this episode is about the lessons learned and the insights I have received over the last six months. Also, I talk about how a text message I received about sex changed the course of my entire diet. Now, before we start, I encourage you all to reach out with any questions you may have about my journey or anything I have discussed. And if you would like to support the show, one of the easiest ways is to get some podcast gear. I have stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies. The link for the gear is in the show notes. I also have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available. Please email me for more details. It's a great way to support the show and to support my year-long journey. And the pine pollen tinctures have been flying off the shelves and for good reason. Testosterone in both men and women is at an all-time low thanks to pesticides, microplastics, tap water, a sedentary lifestyle, and even wacky modern ideology. And the result is that most people are overweight, unfocused, depressed, have minimal muscle mass, and almost zero sex drive. Not to mention, the low testosterone is a major factor in why the masculine and feminine energies in our society are so out of whack and lacking harmony. So if you want to save yourself, save your relationship, and possibly even save the world, get you some pine pollen. See, my pine pollen my pine pollen is made with the best ingredients possible. Raw, uncracked pine pollen harvested in the pristine Canadian wilderness and organic cane alcohol. It doesn't get any cleaner than that. So again, if you're interested in purchasing these, send me a message. Also, I wrote a book. Actually, I wrote it about eight years ago. It's called The Self-Sabotage Guide, Nine Behaviors Preventing You from Becoming Stronger, Faster, and Sexier. I kind of wrote about it, I wrote about it, and I wrote it, and then I forgot about it until recently. It's a fitness book about overcoming resistance and your excuses. It's a very short read, just about 20 pages. If you're interested, the link is in the show notes. Lastly, at the very least, if you enjoy this podcast, please like, share, subscribe, and leave a review, specifically if you are listening to this on the Apple Podcast app. It's a simple gesture that really helps me out. My email and Instagram are located in the show notes. Okay, so let's get into it. So, well, as the saying goes, time flies when you're having fun. And I can't believe I'm all, I've already reached the halfway point of this journey. While, I'm, while I am excited to have made it this far, there's no need for any celebration as I haven't really accomplished anything yet. There's no reward for making it to the halfway point. The rewards only come from completion of the task. And the task is doing the Sama for one year. With that being said, it's good to have checkpoints along your journey to help you see the progress you are making. And these checkpoints provide a great opportunity to take some time to reflect on the progress and lessons learned. So that's what I'm going to do. And so those of you that have been following my journey closely know that this path hasn't necessarily been all that clear. However, we know, as your boy KT would say, go as far as you can see, and once you get there, you can see further. Well, 
Having reached this milestone, I can see much further and my overall path is becoming clearer. So starting this path, I thought I would do Ayauma for X number of months and then I would open up another plant. This is the common practice. It's what most people do. They diet multiple plants over the course of the year. However, I am not most people, and I have received many messages and signs that I need to commit to Ayauma for the entire year if I want to receive the most benefits possible. And after lots of contemplation, I am now confident this is the right move. But the honest truth is, there's no, there's really no wrong way to do this journey. Well, I guess I really shouldn't say that because obviously there are numerous ways you could screw this up. But what I mean is that had I closed the Ayauma diet and opened up another plant or tree, I would still receive a lot of benefit and emerge on the other side a better person than when I started. However, with that being said, there may be no wrong way, but there are but there are always but there's always a better way, right? See, no two paths are exactly the same. Each path has its pros and cons. But despite that, there is always one path that is better than all the others. And for me, that path is Ayauma. This is because quality over quantity matters in everything we do. And this is especially true for plant medicine. See, many people focus on dieting many plants and trees, essentially accumulating Merit badges. Again, I'm not saying this is wrong. Everyone is different. But for me, this path is about mastery. As Bruce Lee famously said, I fear not the man who practices 1,000 moves one time. I fear the man that practices one move a thousand times. See, Ayauma is a powerful tree maybe even the most powerful. It is the only tree I know of where you are not allowed to diet any other plants at the same time, meaning you have to diet it alone, whereas with other plants and trees, you can diet two, maybe even three plants or trees at the same time. Also, it is one of the only trees I know of that is used exclusively by some curanderos, meaning that over the course of their plant medicine career, it is the only plant or tree they work with. They are called Ayumeros, and this is because Ayauma has so much to offer. Its world of medicine is vast, and if you want to learn its secrets and receive its gifts, it requires a singular focus for an extended period of time. But as you, as you could expect, there's always more to the story. Ayauma is not for the faint of heart as it is regarded as one of the harder diets. Also, dieting it takes a big commitment, as it is a three-month diet minimum. However, I have learned that at the three-month mark, you are just barely scratching the surface. To really dive deep into Ayauma's world, it requires many more months. Also, I have learned that Ayauma is for life, meaning if you diet it and you are successful, there is no going back. You are now in the mafia, and the only way out is death, but I will get more into that later. First, I want to talk about a text message I received and the power of sex. See, when I was deciding between closing Ayauma or keeping it open, I kept getting messages from Ayauma to keep it open. However, I was still asking for a clear sign, and this sign came in 
in an unexpected way, which leads to a fascinating aspect of how sex with the right person can significantly enhance the connection to the spirit world. See, about two weeks ago, I received a text message from a friend. Where, and here's what the text message said. It said, do the whole year with Iuma if you can. I think that would be epic. I don't know many people who have done it for a whole year. Now, there is a lot to unpack with this message. For starters, the part where he said, not many people have done Iuma for a year. This was the exact same message Ioma was giving me, basically saying that you will be walking a path very few have traveled. And I know this is probably a bit of an ego thing, but I really like the idea of taking the road less traveled. But the most interesting thing about this text is that my friend, despite having completed many diets and having just completed a year-long Sama, he has never dieted Ioma, so he doesn't have a strong connection with it. However, his girlfriend had dieted Ioma for five months, and while he and his girlfriend closed their year-long diets about a month and a half ago. And so to provide some context about what I'm talking about, I need to take you back to January of this year when I was at Niwe Rao to open my diet. See, my second week there, I attended a Shipibo class taught by Ricardo. In that class, he talked about sex. He started out by saying that sex is a huge exchange of energies and that the further we go on this path, the, the more plants we diet and the more we become clean energetically, <clears throat> the more we need to be careful about who we sleep with. Now, Obviously, everybody listening to this, whether you are on a similar path or not, should be careful with who you should be careful about who you sleep with because the energetic exchange is real. See, whether you like it or not, you take on the energies of the person you sleep with. So if you participate in hookup culture and sleep around with random people who also sleep around with a lot of random people, well, you are taking on a lot of unwanted energies. And this is why most people who participate in hookup culture are an absolute train wreck. But anyway, I've talked about this before, and this is not the interesting part. The interesting part is that if your partner also happens to be on the same path and has also completed some long-term diets, when you have sex with them, you can actually share your diets with each other. It's the ultimate bond of the masculine and feminine energies coming together and giving birth to something greater. So my friend goes on to tell me that when he first heard about this concept, he was skeptical, and as was I. However, after he and his girlfriend closed their year-long diets, they were able to become intimate again, which made him realize that this concept of sharing diets is 100% true. He told me that soon after becoming intimate with his girlfriend, Ayuma started showing up in his dreams. In other words, he began connecting to Ayuma through his girlfriend. He then got to experience the true power of Ayuma, so much so that he decided to text message me, text me essentially saying, keep this diet open for as long as possible because Ayuma is the real deal. And not only was that text message the sign I was looking for, but it also excites me for the future, although it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? Because on one hand, 
I think it's amazing and fascinating that you can share diets with your partner. But on the other hand, as I have jokingly talked about with many people, this means my prospects for a romantic partner are getting smaller by the day. I mean, this is part of what I'm talking about when I say Ioma is for life. And what I mean by that is it is not necessarily Ioma, but more so the path of becoming a curandero. This path is for life, meaning that going on this path means your life will be forever changed and that there is no going back to your old way of living. It's like once you're pulled out of the matrix, there's no way you can go back. Once you're out, you are out for good. Now, obviously, this is a good thing. I've wanted to escape the matrix for a long time, but the reality of this, but the reality of this is really hitting me hard. What this means for me is that when it comes to finding a romantic partner, I'm now, I am now only interested in someone who is also on the path of plant medicine, someone who has completed some diets, or at the very least, someone who is serious about starting. And the good news is, I now know what I'm looking for. The bad news is, my dating pool has suddenly become very small. But, you know, that's how these things go. But there's more to it than that. The further you go on on the path, the harder it is to be around people who are fully engulfed in the matrix. Case in point, I recently went to my grandma's 90th birthday party in Colorado a couple weeks ago, which was also essentially a mini family reunion. Now, attending this party was already hard enough with all the restrictions I had to adhere to. For example, I had to bring and cook my own food. I couldn't drink or consume any recreational substances, and I had to keep my interactions to a minimum because of the energetic exchanges. But one thing, but one thing that became really clear to me while I was there is that I am operating on a different wavelength than they are. This doesn't mean I am better than them. It just means that our frequencies are not really all that compatible. I felt like an outsider, and when I would talk with the people and they would ask me questions about my path, they had no idea what I was talking about. Not only that, they lacked the vocabulary and experience to even begin to try to understand what I was talking about. When I would say things like plant diet, most of them thought I had I had now just become vegan, and then they would tell me that they were also trying to eat healthier. Like I said, it's all good and it's not their fault. It's just additional proof that the further you distance yourself from the matrix, the harder it becomes to interact with people who are still plugged in. Also, another thing that I've learned over these six months is that once you start this path, falling off can have disastrous consequences. Now, before I get into this further, I want to be clear that there are two ways to do a Shipibo-style plant sama. There are samas for healing, and there are samas for learning. These are two completely different worlds. Most people do samas for healing, and these diets are highly effective and change people's lives for the better. However, these healing samas don't necessarily pull you out of the matrix. They can, but that is not necessarily the point. The point is to heal you either physically, mentally, or emotionally so that you can live a better life, meaning that once you complete these healing diets, you can easily go back to your old lifestyle if that's what you want. What See, when I'm talking about this path being for life, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about or I'm not talking about healing samas. I'm talking about learning samas. 
See, very few people do learning psalmist because of the requirements and the lifestyle changes that are needed in order to become successful. So one of the biggest reasons falling off this path can be disastrous is because it gives you more tools to take on bigger challenges. However, if you don't stay on the right path, you can lose your tools, but the bigger challenges will still remain. It's kind of like becoming a Jedi. We know that the Jedi are powerful masters of the force, right? We also know that the more powerful a Jedi becomes, the more they will be challenged and tempted by the dark side, which means the stronger they become, the more they have to stay true to their values, the more they have to stay true to the light, or they will eventually be consumed by the dark side. And the same seems to be true for the path I'm on, which is why there's no turning back. Not that I want to turn back and live my old life. I'm excited about this path. It's just that at this six-month mark, this has all become very real and very apparent, which leads me into another takeaway. I am living my dream. I really am. Sure, these last six months have been extremely hard, and I've had to give up a lot. I've sacrificed many of my hobbies, my friendships, romantic relationships, Not to mention I am weak from the lack of nutrients, I have lost 15 pounds of muscle, and I'm not allowed to indulge in any real pleasures, but despite all the restrictions and all the sacrifices, I absolutely love being on this journey, and there's nothing else I'd rather be doing. As Sigmund Freud wisely said, one day, in retrospect, the years of struggle will strike you as the most beautiful. And I have no doubt that when I am on my deathbed and I look back at this time, I will remember it as one of the best times of my life. And I wanted to take this time to remind myself that I am in fact living the dream. Not only am I having fun learning about plant medicine, I'm discovering new levels of personal growth. And I have no doubt that I will emerge on the other side of this journey a much better person than when I started. Okay, so... To wrap up this six-month update, I want to talk about the hardest aspect of the diet and my thoughts on doing a social diet versus being in the jungle. Okay, so the hardest aspect of the Sama by far has been the salt or lack thereof. Yes, the lack of salt has been harder to deal with than the food restrictions, social restrictions, and even the sexual restrictions. The lack of salt has made my body extremely weak, and as a result, I'm not able to work out or go to jujitsu, and even doing the tiniest bit of physical activity takes a big toll on my body. This is because salt is a major electrolyte that is responsible for not only hydration, but also maintaining healthy mineral levels, cognitive function, sleep optimization, and even muscle activation. Because of the lack of salt, my body hurts, my muscles are weak, I don't get great sleep, my mind doesn't feel as sharp as it used to be, and I'm always tired. And this has been hard to deal with, especially when it comes to working out and being physically active. Being strong and physically fit has not only been my identity for my entire life, it has also been my main medicine, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally too. So losing the ability... Albeit it is just temporary, but losing this ability for the last six months has been really hard for me to deal with. But the good news is, like I just said, this is temporary. Not only is this temporary, but but it is part of the process. 
this path, or I should say any path that is worth a shit, requires sacrifice. And well, I'm taking on a big challenge, so the price I must pay is really is a really big one. That's how these long that's how these year long samas work, and why they are so beneficial because they take everything from you and require 100% commitment. And and if you want to level up in the biggest way possible, you have to be willing to give something up. So yeah, I just have to push through for another six months, and then I get to reintroduce salt back into my diet and eat more nutrient-dense foods. So while it is hard to deal with this now, I'm excited for the future, and I'm excited to build back better than ever. Now, finally, I want to talk about the social diet versus the jungle diet. Again, Those of you who have been following my journey know that this has been something that I've been contemplating for a long time. While at the six-month mark, I have realized that that I no longer care which method is better. This is because I realized that the way I am doing the diet now was the path that was laid out before me. Sure, maybe being in the jungle would have been better. But at that time, I couldn't figure out how to make that work. This, then I was presented with a different option, one which allowed me to do a year-long diet socially in a very unique way, one, one which allowed me to adhere to a lifestyle that is very similar to that of the jungle. Now, obviously, they are not the same, but like I mentioned in a previous episode, there are pros and cons to each approach. So like I said, I no longer care which way is or would have been better. This is the path that was laid before me, and sometimes you have to trust the universe and just dance with the girl you brought, right? See, I truly believe my path has been laid out for me like this for a reason. This is how the universe works. Knock, and the door will be open. And any good journey is a balance between making things happen and allowing things to happen. And well, this is the path that was laid out before me, So I'm taking it. See you on the other side.